Welcome to another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm Denise Fremming, the CEO of IROM. This is a leadership podcast where we discuss the leadership mindset, what drives leaders to excellence, and how to inspire others. In essence, what is the path to leading to make a difference? Today, I'm thrilled to be here with Ben Underwood, Regional Director at Brookfield Properties, overseeing those properties in DC, Maryland, and the Pennsylvania area. Ben has been involved in IRAM's leadership for many years, and we are so grateful to have Ben's talent um, and his time that he shares so generously with us. Ben is an instructor, is that correct, Ben? That's right. Excellent. Thank you for that. Um, And also has been involved this year specifically in looking at our processes and best practices for our leadership pipeline, which is so critical. And then Ben also has served on the chair of the membership and credentialing committee, the governance task force, and then many other chapter positions, including president for the Northern Virginia chapter. So I just want to say, and many more um, roles that Ben has had with Iron, but I just want to say thank you for, again, um, allowing us to share in your expertise and your leadership. We really appreciate everything that you've done for Iron. Thank you, Denise. Um, You make me sound like I've done a lot more than I have, but it's been a pleasure and it's just wonderful, you know, having these resources and getting to know everyone and having everything that Iron brings to us. So thanks for, for letting me be part of it. Thank you. And today we thought we'd talk to Ben about managing scarce resources. We all know about scarce resources, um, specifically time, talent, and energy. And I would say you probably could all agree that what's been top of mind for many of you, real estate managers and other professionals over the past several years is really, um, you know, how do we manage all these changes and then the resources that we have, um, that time, talent, and energy. And probably what distinguishes an excellent company company from an average company is attracting that right talent, so important, and then cultivating that talent and directing the energy. Um, That's really a competitive advantage for a lot of companies. And it's, it's something that has, with the pandemic, has really come forward and is, is on all of our minds these days and probably keeps a lot of us up at night. So Ben, I know that this has been, you know, top of mind for you and definitely in your leadership position, um, you've been focused on this. So what are some changes that you've been implementing or you're looking at implementing to kind of address this issue and to, to focus um, more intently on this? Yeah, I think, you know, there's been a lot, um, certainly lots of change and lots of different dynamics to, to work through with folks. But you know, I think it's been really important for us in the apartment business in ways maybe that it doesn't impact other businesses. But, you know, my teams have been on site pretty much throughout the entire pandemic. And, you know, as residents have been working from home, I think they've actually been interacting with folks more than they would have in a quote unquote normal environment. And so, you know, I think for us as a company, just really trying to focus on what we can do to make the job that we ask them to do more streamlined and, and easy, you know, taking kind of busy work out of their way so that they have time to, to focus on what they need to, to focus on. Uh, certainly from a, a recruiting standpoint or a finding talent standpoint, things have, have become even tougher than they were, you know, maybe a year 
a year ago or less than that ago, um, just because, you know, for the folks that do want to want employment, you know, it's, it's just really hard to, to fill these site level positions and, you know, just find people that are, are willing to come to work and, you know, are positive about it. And, you know, that can also deal with the pace that everyone's having to work at today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really, really tough. It is such a pace. And um, are you looking at just curious automation? Because you had mentioned that, you know, taking that busy work out and allowing um, individuals to do um, maybe more face-to-face or work that they enjoy. Are you finding that automation is helping you to do that? I don't know that we've 100% gotten to automation in our world. I think, you know, in in some regards, I think like some of the the prospect email follow-ups and, you know, we're able to do, you know, we're... um, we're using call centers in some instances just to alleviate some of the call burden that's coming in for the teams. But, you know, really just taking a look at the technology that we already have in place and how we can streamline that to provide information for folks in a way that, you know, that they can receive it so that teams aren't having to do, you know, manual work to compile and, you know, present information. It's been really important for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all all looking at what we can do, right, to to alleviate some of that. The, the manual work is so difficult, and it's, it takes so much time um, from from everyone. So, just knowing that there's such a a fast pace of change, how do you ensure that you and your team stay balanced and productive? Um, I know we talked about before too when the sprint turns into a marathon because it definitely is a marathon. How do you create that balance? I think as a leader, you have to be aware of the change that is coming to your teams. I certainly try to to educate myself on change and be aware of of what change has recently come through the pipeline. I know over the past six months or so, we've rolled out a, a lot of new technology here in our company. And so for me as a leader, being sure that I understand how these new platforms work, what some of the pitfalls are uh, in causing you know things not to work the way that they should it helps me be a resource for my team to to kind of pick up the slack is the wrong word but to you know to help them know how they can be more efficient um, and I think otherwise just really trying to remove obstacles from people's paths I really try to focus on kind of removing barriers that that are unnecessary that just make it more difficult for someone to get something done. And I think it really is a lot about streamlining. It's a lot about understanding your technology. And as a leader, I think it's you just having this mentality that you're a resource to your team. We're a support system to help them be able to get the job done that that needs to get done every day. Mm -hmm. That's so true. The removing of barriers, it's so important because I think a lot of times we don't realize that there is an option um, out there. And sometimes you just suffer in silence. I find um, a lot of times, and I always will say, you know, raise your hand because if it's painful for you, it's probably painful for others and you just have to speak up. So it's so important to have those open communications, especially now um, where there's just, it's so fast and there isn't a lot of time to really have those conversations. No, that's so true. And I think, you know, this business is, it's a people business and it's all about relationships. And I think, you know, 
this whole concept of, of relationship, you know, really ties into not only helping them manage through difficulties, but, you know, also engaging team members and being able to recruit team members. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I think we all want to work in a place where we feel like we belong and we're making an impact and, you know, we like what we do. And I think today that's even more important and probably more difficult to, to create and maintain those relationships as, as we're being pulled from task to task. You know, it's easy to let some of that stuff fall to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and so what would you say um, the expectations are, do you think, going forward? I mean, what should leaders look at or focus on the top three if you had to give them, you know, kind of next steps? What would you say those would be? You know, really kind of evaluating your like where your strengths are in your teams and figuring out what you can do to really make sure those people are engaged and make sure that they, you know, are happy and enjoying what they do and, you know, also feel like they have a path forward, you know, with some growth and, and that sort of thing. Um, I think we also have to be very acutely focused on what our expectations are of our team members and what is really reasonable and what's not reasonable. I think it's very easy in a leadership position sometimes to just assume that something's going to be done because, you know, we expect it to be done or because we told someone to do it. I think as a leader, you really do sometimes need to put yourself in their shoes and make sure that, you know, they really do have the resources to do this stuff and that the way that they're doing it is efficient and, you know, reasonable. Um, And, you know, I think most importantly, just really kind of keeping people on your team, like keeping them happy and, you know, making them feel like they are fulfilled and that they know they're doing a good job, that they know that they're appreciated. Uh, Because I think those are the things that when we all get really busy or when our plates get too full, you take, you, you forget to take the time to be intentional about making folks know that you're aware of what they're doing and you appreciate it. And, you know, you're really engaged with them. Mm -hmm. It does take time, doesn't it? And I think sometimes when you get in that pace and you just keep churning, it's, you have to remind yourself how important it is to take a step back and take time to kind of have that feedback loop, as you talked about, and to have appreciation because you can't say it enough, honestly, to thank people and really acknowledge what each other's doing. We all like that. And um, it's just when you, when you get that, that feedback, you just feel so much better. And it almost gives you fuel to keep on going for the next day. I totally agree. I mean, and, you know, as a leader, making sure that you're aware enough to be able to give like really genuine feedback that, you know, that they know that you are noticing even when they think you might not be. Mm-hmm. It's so true. So such good tips, I, I think, for everyone as we kind of move forward. And I would say, Ben, I've noticed since the beginning when I, I got to Iron, when you've been on the many different committees and the task forces that you've been on, you have always shown that appreciation and had that feedback loop. So um, you exercise that in your professional role and also in the, your volunteer role. So I just want to thank you for that because it's been helpful to us as well to um to hear that and also to have that feedback loop so thank you for that no thank you denise and um with that i just again ben i would like to thank you for sharing your insights with us today Um, we are grateful for your leadership both at irem and in the industry 
And to our listeners, thank you for taking time to listen in. Be well, be grateful, and be you. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.